Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and today we have a special one for you. We had a special one last time and the one before that, too, but, but uh, we're, we are right in the middle of our five-part series, which uh, talks about your erotic blueprints, and Coriel Kramer is uh, the master. Well, she, she's one of the masters of, of this particular program. And uh, we're going to talk about that. And uh, so, Coriel, welcome. How are you? I'm great, Kevin. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. We'll see. Hopefully, I'll survive till tomorrow. Um, it is 9 11. Well, I'm bro. psychic. Trust me. You will. Oh, that's, that's, that's good. It, it makes my heart warm to know <laughs> that, that I'm going to be around at least one more day. But in any event, this is part three of five. We talked about, and if you want to go back to uh, my independence report and go to, um, we talked about uh, um, um, energetic. Thank you. And then we talked about sensual. Sensual. And uh, those, those were really good episodes. They've had a really nice reaction from mm -hmm. folks. By the way, there's somebody who's apparently their hands are cold because they're in their pants behind you. Nice. Just thought I'd mention that. <laughs> So today, what are we going to talk about today, my dear? Today, we are going to talk about the next blueprint up for grabs. You like that? Up for grabs. <laughs> Absolutely. Is um, the sexy, sexy, se sexual. Sexy, sexy, sexual. Yeah. And now, now let's, I guess we should, for those of you that are jumped ahead and didn't l listen to episode one or two, Let's talk about how you know that you're a sexual. There is a quiz that you can go talk to uh, Coriel about. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, For anybody who's interested in taking the quiz, I have a special link to it. And um, if you wanted to, you could just uh, go on my website and uh, contact me through my website. And I'll send you the link. And then if we wanted to... and you wanted to talk more about it, we could do what I call a possibility call to see if we can work together and I can talk to you more about my work with the blueprints, my work with the animal prints, uh, which is the personality uh, form of the blueprints for animals, and as well as finding out in letting you is Coriel Kramer, so it's uh, .com, so it's C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E, K-R-A-M-E-R dot com. And one would take this test. What would one, why would one take this test? What will they learn? The blueprints are the equivalent to like the love languages only for your sexuality. So what it is, is that it shows you um, different percentages at the end. And so make note of those percentages because you're going to want to keep that. And, and there's no real way. They tell you that they give you a report, but 
that that's not always true. So it's, I always tell people to take a screenshot of your percentages. But once you know what your blueprints are, what I do is I work with you to really feed them, to hone them, um, to nourish them, to embrace them, to heal any shadows you might have with them, meaning um, if there's shame around being a certain blueprint, which we're going to talk about more in this, in this particular blueprint especially. Uh, but what it is, is that I work with you intently over uh, three to, or six months right now. Those are my packages. So really delving deep into what you like, not only for self-pleasure, but also to learn how to pleasure partners in their blueprint as well. How to speak your blueprint, how to use the words that really just like make you just so happy. Um, it's about freedom. It really is. Somebody asked me what I did and uh, what I do. And I, I'm a passion, you know, cultivator, but I give you freedom, freedom from shame, freedom from doubt, freedom from uh, criticism and judgment as you know, from, especially coming from yourself, freedom from, uh, you know, shadows that might be you know, weighing you down and, and making you feel like you can't really truly be who you're supposed to be. Freedom to express yourself in the different blueprints so that you can really heal yourself. And I'll give you an example of this a little later on, my own personal example. But just, you know, freedom, freedom to be you. It's not, it is about sexuality. Absolutely is about sexuality. AKA it's about sex. What do you want? What desires you? What rouses you? Why it arouses you? How it can, you can get more of it? But it's about who you are as a human being. People hear the word sex and they think, oh, this is dirty. It's not dirty. It's something that we all do, okay? Lights on, lights off, okay? Just like going to the bathroom, all right? But it's just like, but unlike going to bathroom, I don't want to hear about your bathroom escapades. I don't mind hearing about your sexual escapades because those are hot, okay? But I don't need to know about the bathroom escapades. But what it is is that we got to take sex out of the shame closet because what happens, this is what I ask people, how has sex being in the shame closet worked for humanity so far? It's made us a shit show of just being shamed and, and, and not being who you truly are and people being, you know, uh, you know, killed because they love a certain kind of person and, or, or they want to do a certain kind of thing. And they're what it's like, it's, it's enough. It's enough already. It's, it's time to take it out of the closet because quite frankly, it's something that really makes us happy. And if something makes us happy, why the hell do we need to shame ourselves when we want to do it? Because okay. my mom said that I should, and my the priest mom. said... <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. And again, I'm going to put the same question to you. How has that worked for you? How has listening to those people about sex worked for you? If it's worked for you, great, okay? My mom was, you know, she was, she had a hippie mentality in the 80s, okay? So 
you know, she was free love and all this other kind of stuff and she embraced love and stuff like that there. That's great, okay? If that works for you, if you had an example like that, but if you didn't and you are hiding who you are, you're embarrassed about what you like, you're shamed about what you like, you feel you're criticizing yourself and hating yourself because of what you like, you're wasting time. You're listening to other people's opinions. And my dad used to say, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one and some are shittier than others. Okay. So uh, I haven't heard that put that way. I've heard it. Everybody's got one and they all stink, but I've heard that part, but yeah. It's, you know, I mean, it's just the way it is. It's enough listening to other people's opinions about who you should be and what you should do. Now I wanted to, I wanted to touch bases with you about this, this a couple of issues really. Um, and that the first one is I mentioned priests and I think that it is, it's a real problem when we have a segment of society that being celibate is what a priest is supposed to do because they are, because they're, they're with God and, and they're super spiritual, but what it does, because we're all human, it draws a certain type of individual into the priesthood, which is why you have a lot of pedophiles and you have a lot of folks that are doing bad things rather than good things. And we're, in this country, we're having the same problem with Boy Scouts. Because it's a male-oriented society, they do the wrong things and it draws the wrong people to them because it's hidden. It's dark. It's 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 it really is not a it's it's not a good thing. So my 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 question to you is, I I, I guess let's see. My question to you would be, number one, how do and that's what you're trying to get away from, right? Is the is the negativity and the and hiding it and the and the and those sorts of things. You have got parameters within your program about when you're talking about your sexual desires and what you want to do, that there are parameters that you have with that. They keep it on the up and up uh, and with communication and with consent and all of that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because that really is a problem that, that we've had with negativity. Go ahead. Absolutely. Consent is the foundation of this work. Consent, the consent container between me and the people I work with, whether that's you, what, or, or, or whether it's my client, it's like, what are we going, what do, can you expect from me? And what can you not expect from me? What am I not going to do? The same for you. What can I expect from you and how you're going to behave? And uh, we make an agreement. And then it's like, what are the yeses? What are the no's? What are the maybes? And also what are the way that you're going to act with me as well, because I'm putting up, I'm, I have boundaries. I'm certainly not going to do this work and not have boundaries, you know, but the thing of it is also is that consent, it's always about consent, which is what I wanted to go back to, which what you were talking about before. I don't like crapping on anybody's sandwich. So if you're, <laughs> I got to write that down. <laughs> so you come up with some really good statements. That, that's a good one. Crapping on someone's sandwich. 
there's also there's also another I, uh, there's another thing okay that um i can't remember who said it and i'm probably going to get um an email on this but there's a saying don't yuck anyone's yum okay but it's about consent that means a child cannot give consent i don't care what anybody says so if your yum is that i'm not jiving with that right. if your yum is hurting an animal in any way shape or form i'm not jiving with that okay it's just not my thing if they can't give consent you got no reason to be doing anything with anybody okay you need help the other thing is is that re religion wise there are a lot of good priests and nuns out there, okay? Of course, of course. But there's, some, there's really good ones. And if they want to give themselves of God, and they believe that in giving themselves of God fully and completely, um, they're able to do that with a clarity if they don't muck it up with the physical. Um, but the thing of it is, is that it's the body and your pleasure is your birthright. Pleasure and joy is your birthright. I'm not just talking about like self-pleasuring yourself, going out and having fun with your friends. That's pleasure. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's your birthright to have that. And we've put our happy and our pleasure on the shelf for too long. And I think that if they were given a choice, the priests and the nuns. If you're given a choice, do you want to or do you not want to? It would take the, the taboo out of it. And when something is taboo... That's what I'm trying I'm to say. Talking yeah. about, right. I'm not talking about kinky. That's a different thing. And we're going to be talking about that. That's good taboo. But when you make something taboo, really taboo, it makes people want to do it even more. It's just human nature. I want what I can't have. I'm going to go and do that. I'm going to, you know, it's like, you know, telling people that their bodies are ugly, telling people that sex is wrong, telling people that, um, and again, consensual. So I'm not talking about kids having sex, okay? I'm talking about consensual, really sitting down and talking about it first, as opposed to just whipping it out. <laughs> um you know, you'll be like, right back. No. <laughs> you know, it's it's talking about it. It's making it so that it's something that is not ugly. Because when we make something that's ugly, we put shame on it. We make ourselves feel bad because we want to do it. We are sexual creatures. It's just who we are. It's in our primal animalistic state we like sex it's we need it and when we take ourselves away from that when we shut ourselves down we are shutting ourselves down in our heart our mind and our soul when we do that that's my opinion it then makes us incomplete yeah because we're living a life that's not full we're living in a life that's not free to be who you be you're 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 hiding something i mean i'll talk more about this when we go into the kinky but i mean if you want to read about my story go to my website and you'll read about how much i was in i kid you not i was in a pit of sexual shame and it was lonely and it was awful 
and it was so constricting and I was so starved um, that, you know, I just, it, that's not right because I want something that I want and it doesn't hurt anybody. Well, except me a little bit, um, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, see, you know, this is what I, this is what I don't understand. And, uh, and perhaps in the work that you're doing, I know that you get this, but I had a friend, me and a couple of friends were having a conversation wife, husband, wife, husband. And we start talking about pleasuring each other. And one of the couples said, um, we start talking about, um, for lack of a better term, blowjobs. And, and, the, and the one couple, the one lady was saying, that's dirty, that's icky, that's awful. And the other one said, what's the difference between that and a back rub? All you're doing when you give somebody a back rub is trying to make them feel better mm-hmm. and to make them feel good. What, what does it matter what part that you are massaging to make them feel good? And the other one, and the other one was like, oh, well, I don't know. It just, it, it just, I don't know. It just seems dirty to me. And, and, you know, so that's, but that's where you want to get people to, isn't it? Where they, they feel comfortable enough that, hey, it's a back rub or it's, it's, it's nothing it's normal. It's what we do. It's, and we help each other feel better by doing that. I do, but I also, I don't want to, don't mis, misconstrue. I don't want to take the, the fun out of it and saying, Ooh, I'm giving, you know, there's some fun stuff about, you know, there's a, there's a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry. Uh, there's a, a thrill when, when you're giving somebody pleasure with your mouth there's a thrill that goes through you. You know, sure. you're like, Ooh, this is, you know, I'm doing this. I'm a little dirty. I'm a little dirty, but I, I'm, but see how you learn, you use the word dirty as a positive. It's a turn on. Like that's one of the words in for the sexual is dirty. You're a dirty girl, aren't you? You know, you know, or you're a dirty boy or you're a dirty, whatever, you know, you're dirty, you know, it's like, but not dirty. You're dirty. You're disgusting. You dirty girl dirty gut I got dirty thoughts you got dirty thoughts you know it's like that's a turn on so you want to be able to have that but to be able to embrace that that dirtiness that 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 ooness you know as opposed to making it something that's disgusting or or um I keep using the word shame but that's the greatest word is the word shameful so that's that's all a mindset isn't it and is that what sure. is that kind of what you help them with is changing their mindset? I get them to well, really, what I start to do is I really want to work with people and and bringing their intuition into play first and foremost. So I really work with them in the first couple of sessions that I work with them. I really hone their intuitive skills. The reason being is just for this, what we're discussing. Mainly, the, a lot of people come from the mind frame of sex from a cerebral, overthinking about it, thinking too much, thinking, oh, this is dirty. Oh, my mom told me this. My dad told me this. I don't know if I could do that. I didn't get enough hugs. I'm not sure if I could do this. I don't know what's going on. If you can nullify that and quiet that, which is what I will do with you when I work with you and hone your intuitive skills. You come from it from a place of knowing, this place of just knowing 
what feels good and using that knowing as your GPS towards your pleasure. Then you can bring in, later on, you can bring in the, the mind, okay? The mind is, is good. You know, the mind can play some, some good parts into the situation, too, with the words that you use and, and the tones that you use. Your mind is, is bringing that into it, you know? So the tones for the sexual and, and the words for the sexual, that's all come from the cerebral. Ooh, is, is she, he's calling me this. Ooh, God, that's, I like that, you know? But it's, um, it's really about coming from your intuition because when you come from that knowing, you are going to be able to really use that in such a powerful way to get out of your head. Out of your head into your heart, right? Yeah. Because sex in, is, is really, it's a physical function, but it really is an emotional function more so. Isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it can be. It can. So there are some people that don't get emotional during sex, you know, and they, they, they like that. That's let it get her done and do what we need to do and get to the O and get the heck out, you know, and I'm good. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm satisfied with that. But again, it's like, it's what brings it into your life. If that, if that brings you pleasure, then it's, it's fine for you. But if it, if it, and I'll talk more about this when we go into the sexual, but if you're doing something and it causes you distress when you do it, you shouldn't do it, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's wasted space and you're doing yourself more harm than good. So it is about the emotional, but then it doesn't have to be. And that's okay. As long as that feels good to you. By the way, I, I thought we were already talking about sex. We are, but I want to talk specifically about the sexual. Ah, let's let's delve into that. Let's talk about the sexual. Okay, let's go in. Let's dive in. So last week I talked about the sensual. Right. And for the, so th this week is the sexual. So what I want to say is this. Um, for the sexual... Um, for the sensual, let's start with the sensual. So for the sensual, the sensual needs, if you remember, the sensual needs to relax in order to have sex. The sexual needs sex in order to relax. Oh. So the sensual yeah. needs to get out of their head and relax. The sexual relaxes through the act of sex. That's a good way to differentiate. So generally the sexual blueprint is generally when we think of the word sex, what comes to mind are the turn-ons, the superpowers, uh, the shadows of the sexual blueprint. So some turn-ons. The sexual is what I call the direct and demanding one. They're straight to the point. Also, straight, no chaser. You know, they don't, you don't need to, to fluff it up, okay? You don't need to add water to the whiskey. It's straight whiskey. It's fine, okay? So they like penetration. They like uh, the sexual act. Naked bodies. Porn, okay? They like genitals. Genitals, they're very focused on the genitals. The breasts area, if it is a body that aligns with the female body 
that they're dealing with. Um, the, the breast area, genitals, the orgasm is a done deal. Meaning that's what, that's my goal. That's their goal. My, uh, the big O is where I'm going. I'm heading, the O train is leaving the station <laughs> and it's a bullet train, baby. We're going straight for, you know, wherever the O is. Oh, so uh, I, I get it now. I, I, I beginning, beginning to get it. So the sensual, can, and unfortunately, can be the female who needs to be wooed, that needs, that needs to be kind of guided in. And then you have the, the male who's the sexual that is like, all right, come here. All right, hurry up. We got business to do. Am yeah. I, is that right? You are totally wrong. <laughs> so, well, thank you. That's sorry, it's like, the show. But this is, this is what we're trying to do, okay? We're trying to bust through, you know, myths like this. That the sexual has got to be a guy or uh, the sensual has got to be a woman. That is not true whatsoever. So... You know, if I was going to describe it as anything, okay, what I would say is, I would say um, the people, a sensual or a sexual can be any gender, any gender, doesn't matter. Um, and, you know, is there a percentage of more that the, the people that align with male bodies, that meaning people who may or may not be in a male body at this moment? But align with being in male body, um, do they are they more of a percentage? I don't know. And I, you know, I've met a lot of sexual women. Jaya herself started off deeply sens sensual. The woman who thought up uh, and came across with the the blueprints, my mentor. You know, I mean, she was deeply sexual, and um, you know that that was her thing. That was her go to. That's one of the reasons why she started or one of the things that was coming up in the very beginning of her relationship with her husband, Ian, is, is that he, he was kinky and she was really sexual. So, and he was also, you know, sensual. And what was happening was, was that, you know, so the sensual, you know, likes the long, not the longing, but, you know, taking the time, don't over, don't overdo it too much. And J Jaya was like, ah, I just want to get the Jaya. <laughs> Come on, let's get on. Come on, let's go. Let's do this. Yes. And they talk about very, this very, very openly. Um, so the, there, the, anybody could be any blueprint. There is no, this is this and this is that. It doesn't matter. So other things that turn on the, uh, the sexual is frequency of sex. They like sex a lot, a lot. Uh, French kissing, that turns them on, that kind of act. So anything really that has to do with the genital area, the, if there are, are breasts involved, um, the mouth, you know, anything that at the anus and the, the back area, the back del is what I like to call it. But it's like, you know, anything that has to do with that area is really what, what feeds and turns on the sexual. Makes sense? You made me blush. I know. With the, with I've the, done that a lot. I've with with the that. back area and stuff, it's like, oh, okay, well, of course, we all have one of those, you know? We do. 
we do. And, you know, it's a lot, um, you know, there is a lot of nerves in that area and they could be very, very, it could be extremely erotic. You know, um, if it wasn't, nobody would be doing it. Well, now that's true. That, I, that, that, that's true. <laughs> you know, it's, it's time like this when you want to tell a story, I'm going to refrain. <laughs> okay. You can share if you want to. Oh, no. I, I, All right. Remember, this is a podcast. This is going to be up forever. So yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I'm 92, I don't want my grandkids, great-grandkids coming back and saying, Grandpa, we looked at your podcast. You did that? So anyway. Uh, but hey, it might help them. It might help them to heal. That's, if they that's, need to heal back in the day, they say, hey, a grandpa could do that. <laughs> I could do it. Anyway. So sexual, some of the superpowers of the sexual. Okay. Describe superpowers um, in general. For everybody that may have what are superpowers? Superpowers are the things that the different blueprints can do that are really good. They're really good at. Like the sensual, um, what I was talking about before, the sensual can have, like, she, you know, a sensual can, uh, you know, orgasm from eating like a delicious meal. Okay. I mean, they have many kind of like orgasms. I'm very sensual. So I'm constantly twitching, you know, all the time. And they make the yummy noises and things like that there. Which, of course, what I would say to that would be, well, at least if I had to buy you a meal, at least I got some good out of it. There you go. You're never disappointed with the sensual. Take a sensual out, get her some good food. You'll be, uh, you know, it'll be like the, um, oh, what's that movie that was in New York about the, um, the girl that's in Katz's Deli. Harry Met Sally. There you go. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. <laughs> Funniest line of, uh, of any movie I can recall. Best movie ever. And you know, yeah. that, that line was a, uh, uh, um, that, that was a, not, not a planned script line. It was just, she just, she just said that. Yeah. And it, it was an ad lib. That's what I was trying yeah. to say. It was that's awesome. Yeah. That's spontaneous. I love that. Okay, so the superpowers, sexual superpowers. Um, generally, they have very little shame, okay, about their bodies, about going for it. They're just like, they're very, very open, okay? Um, they can be comfortable, very comfortable with their bodies. Uh, sex for them is a fun playground, so they don't have like the stigma against it too much. Um, every, and they, their mindset is, hey, everybody needs to do this all the time. You know, yeah, baby, let's, let's do it. They're, the sexuals are really a, a fun group. They're, they're super fun. They're easy to please. You know, they're not that, you don't, you know, the energetic is just you know until you get that you know until you get that you know wavering in there the energetic can be a little bit of a you know a little work and the sensual you got to make sure that you don't uh, over overstimulate them too much and and um get them out of their head and then you know the sexual is just it's direct demanding let's do it boop 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 you know, so um, they're, they're fun. They're, they're a fun group. So, uh, and then there's the shadow side. And the shadow side, what I want to say, and I didn't say this the last time, so I apologize. Uh, 
But what I really want to stress is this. A shadow, just because something is a shadow, does not make it bad. Okay. The shadow side is a shadow, meaning it's only, it's, it's, it's causing problems if there's something about it that this, that's distressing to you. So let's, for example, let's say, um, you know, if you're happy, if you're happy in your sexual, <laughs> okay, if, if you're happy as this, and, and this, the, the shadows I'm about to tell you are not a bad thing for you or causing stress for you or your partner or partners, then you're good to go. Okay, you're embracing your shadow, it's all good, you know, no big deal. But if it is causing distress, if it is causing problems in your life, or it's causing problems in your partner or partner's life, then it is not a good shadow. Okay, so the sexual can have a very narrow viewpoint of sex. We're getting it done, we're going to do it, we're going to go for the O. Yeah, team, going for the O. Okay, so again, that that could be a turn on for some people, and it can be a turn off for other people who need a little bit more. Okay, so that means for them that basically the only the only thing that counts is penetration of some sort and intercourse. Okay, so. Only penetration and intercourse counts as having sex, supposedly, if, if they're in that shadow mentality. Um, it's about the act for them. Everything else is just fluff. What I mean by that is, why do we need to do the eye gazing and, 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 and the burning the candles and, and the, you know, the romantic music? Let's just get her done. Yeah, let's do this. Let's, I want you. I just want you. Just give it to me, you know? So, you know, the, the fluff that other blueprints might need, the sexual is like, eh, I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. <laughs> but, you know. Um, so because of this, because of all this, um, they can be impatient. The sexual can be impatient. I want what I want when I want it, and I want it now. So, or they could be negative or they can have some resistance to doing anything that's outside of the act of sex or learning technique, new techniques. Um, and they can, you know, it could be, the, again, the, anything outside of their viewpoint of what they think of as sex is not important. Uh, <clears throat> so now, the value of... Uh... The value of understanding which, and I'm talking about all the erotic blueprints, but the value of understanding who you are in the spectrum or which one, which one you are can help you when you are working with another person and or having a relationship with another person because you can understand when there may be times when you know, she just, you know, grabs you and throws you down and, and, and just wants her right now. But there are other, other times when it's different and you need to be sensitive to that, I would think. Yes. Because the, the thing about the sexual is, is that it can also become old hat 
you know, you pleasuring yourself the same way, okay, all the time, the same way. Go-to is the vibrator on the clit or, the, you know, the, the butt plug in the, in the anal for the, the, well, then the whack it. You know, it could be old hack after a while. So if you think of the blueprints as languages, so the more languages that you speak, the more you can talk to different people and really communicate to different people. So it's kind of like becoming this really cool um, interpreter, you know, that can interpret all the other blueprints. Yes, you get what you want, but you're also able to give what they need and vice versa. And then they can give you what you need, but you're feeding, you're feeding, it's back and forth. You're feeding each other back and forth, back and forth. It's like tennis or ping pong. You, know, you want the, the ball to go back and forth. Or a great dance. Or uh, a great dance. Uh, you know, um, a, a slow dance where you're moving together and or like the cha-cha-cha or something like that. Um, so let's talk about Coriel again. Uh, how do they reach you if they want to talk to you? Uh, website is Coriel, C-O-R-Y-E-L-L-E, Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R.com. Kramer with a K. Now, now, when I took the blueprint test, mm -hmm. which you can, you can email Coriel and she can set you up with that uh, if, if, if you're serious. It's, it's not something that if you're just kind of curious, but you really got to. But when, I, when you gave it to me so that I could do this interview and have a better understanding of what it was all about, um, sexual was lower on my on my list um mm -hmm. and i guess and we're going to talk are we talking about kink next time yes Yay. so so when you're talking about because i had if if you were if if you were let's let's play a little game this will be fun if if you were uh you and i had decided that we liked each other enough that we liked each other with our clothes off enough to to talk about that and, and you being who you are, knew that I was lower in sexual and zero in kink, how would you approach me? Well, first and foremost, I would, whatever I would do, I would make sure that it's, it's, it's on a, a yes or a maybe side of the equation. Because if it's on the no side, so communication, communication, communication. Um, and if it's on the no side, it's not even an issue. We'll go through another avenue of, of working with you. But if you were kinky and you were, what was the other one you said? I'm lower in sexual and zero in kinky. So maybe you were talking about massage before. Uh -huh. So because think of it kind of like, um, Think of it kind of like a, a Rubik's cube. How am I going to, how am I going to approach this? It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be like straight on till morning. Although yes, the sexual likes that to a certain extent, but you can play with it a little bit. So something like tantric, uh, you know, tantric uh, massage, which oh. is, dealt with normally is dealt very much closely with the the genital area mm -hmm. is something that number one it 
it raises up and feeds your energetic because it's about the massage and moving the energy and stuff like that there. But then it's also embracing the sexual because it's direct genital touch. So, you know, something like that. And then again, with the kinky, kinky, again, I'm going to say this, can be anything that you deem taboo or naughty. So that gives us a Costco, 15 Costco's worth of information that we can work with. I mean, it's, it's huge. So finding stuff, maybe there's energetic kink that you're into. Maybe there's, there's, you know, there's um, sensual kink that you're into, which is more about the sensations, running a feather down your, your body, stuff like that there. There's so many ways that you can do this. It does not, absolutely does not have to be the straight go-to. You can have a little fun with it, a little bit. So. Oh, absolutely. So when you're working with couples, do you help them understand how each other is and to change how much change occurs when you're working with someone for three months or six months is a long time. Are you able to, to affect meaningful change? I assume you are. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it depends on a, a couple of things. It, it depends on how easily these people, if there's any resistance and where people have resistance, because we got to work through that first before we do anything else. I got to work through the resistance. If you have resistance towards uh, sex or towards embracing kink or towards the, the sexual in general or anything else like that there. So resistance has to be addressed because if not, I'm going to keep on hitting that wall. So then what we do is, is that then once we get the resistance and we recognize the resistance, then we can start playing, you know, and again, you know, people usually, when you say a blueprint, when you say sexual, your mind goes straight to an image or an idea of what a sexual is. When you say kinky, immediately you're going straight to the floggers and the nipple clamps. Then you got the, the sensual. Then you're, you're thinking, oh, the sensual is, is all about, you know, uh, furry and fuzzy stuff, and which it is to a certain extent. Um, then you're talking about the energetic. Oh, that's all about crystals and shit. And it's like, you know, that's, that's limited thinking. There's so many ways that you can embrace this. So change can be anywhere from being able to just embrace your, your own blueprint and find out what you like to pleasure yourself, how you like to pleasure yourself. And through that, you can learn and then find out your partner's blueprint and how they like to pleasure themselves and then do that on each other. So it can be any kind of um, change from major to minor. But I'm, go I'm shooting for if there's anything sexually negative that's going on within you, anything discordant sexually that's going on within you, to be able to address that to, and to be able to heal that. So if you were uh, somebody and you were uh, interested in how to pleasure the other person most effectively, uh, do you, is that something that you would have a direct conversation with them? I would have a direct conversation with both people. Both uh -huh. people, in that, because it, it takes two to tango. Right. You know, I, can't just, I can't just say to the other person, you know, who, who's, who's looking to pleasure their, their mate. I can't say to them, well, you just do this and you do this. 
because it, again, it's a conversation. So I would have either a, a solo conversation with that one person and then another solo conversation with the other person, but ideally, so that everybody's on the same page, but ideally, if there's no shame in what they like, you know, then I would have them together so they can talk it out. So, so if you were a if you were just a couple and you, you, they've worked with you for a while. And so they've, you, they've graduated as it were. Uh, and, and they're in, they're in, and I assume this would have already happened, but it would, when he says to her, you know, I would like you to show me what you like me to do to stimulate your genitals. Um, is that, is that something that, that people do or have? Or, or sure. I mean, that's a like, conversation. That's a conversation that you can absolutely have with, with your person. It's ideally if better if you're doing it with somebody like me who's a coach because I'm trying to be as neutral, kind of like Switzerland during World War II. I want to be neutral, okay? So um, I'm trying to help both of you guys to find out what you need and to be able to speak that language and to be able to touch and to be able to, uh, and to be able to feel and to be able to express yourself. So everybody is seen, everybody's acknowledged, everybody's heard. Gotcha. Now you're not a, uh, uh, what you would call a sex therapist. And no. so it's not, a, it's not about a bunch of people getting naked in a room, I'm assuming. No, I don't do that. that. I'm not a sex therapist. I'm working, if I work in person, with a couple or a person, I will not be touching them. I will be instructing them and instructing them on how to touch their, their partner, but I will not be touching them at all. And that, that is, that, that's just the uh, agreement that you have. That's the way that I feel uh, comfortable. And plus it's the law. <laughs> it so, is. It oh. is. I, and and, and I don't no, want to get down that slippery slope. So can we, do you want to continue with the sexual? Well, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of sitting here having a good time talking to you. That's, that's, that's all. But I figure we might as well finish up because we're almost done with this. And then people have a better viewpoint of what the sexual is all about. So, right. Let's, okay. fin well, let's finish up then. All right. So like I said, um, they have a tough time learning new techniques sometimes they could okay anything that they deem outside of their uh viewpoint of the sexual what the sex what sex entails so with a narrow viewpoint sexuals could be construed as being shallow and they can also be slut, slut shamed wow. so a lot of sensuals have that because they love sex they're sluts they're they're whores they're they're um gigolos their go-to boys whatever you know so they have to deal with that um wanting the certain certainty of the o there's and that could be you know again if they want that certainty i want that o the o train's leaving and it's pulling out of the station i want to go there get out of my way it could give you this kind of like um narrowness because you're not you're in you're thinking about the destination you're not thinking about the journey ah that that, you know? that that happens a lot and some some of us are scared of the destination so we think about baseball yeah yeah great that never works <laughs> anyway just so, kidding 
I want to I want to make sure that we understand there is a difference between orgasming and ejaculating. So the O is the state. The orgasm is the state in which the the ejaculation the process which is the process comes about. But there's difference it's difference between orgasming and ejaculation. So they need to know that. There's also the shame of being a sexual. You know, especially because society, especially here in the U.S., we are, we have a very negative view of sex. So a lot of sexuals can have shame about the fact that they want what they want. Um, and they could be, um, it could cause them a lot of trouble, meaning it couldn't, if they're not, if they're ashamed of who they are, they might be tapping it down so it's not so intense which is constricting themselves and not doing the, the, the thing, or they could be in total incomplete. It could be total incomplete. They could be totally and completely in the closet. So I have a little story. So my thing of it was, was that, um, and again, I talked about this before, but I shut down uh, my sexual when I was quite young. I was a very sexual child. I liked to be naked and run around barefoot and I didn't care and everything's good. And, you know, I was fascinated by, 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 you know, uh, the body and, you know, stuff like that there. And I'm playing doctor all the time and stuff like that. So, uh, but I got shamed by my parent, my mother, my father, my mother was okay. She didn't really like say, woo, yay, she's playing doctor. So that kind of freaked me out. <laughs> But um, she, she, he did, you know, he came in when I was playing doctor with my little boyfriend and uh, freaked out. And I remember um, having a extremely visceral kind of like shutdown feeling. And so what I did was as I was growing up, I, I would, I would be, um, I would be erotic but I wouldn't be sexual. I, I was always, I always had my sexual tamp down. I wasn't aware I was tamping her down or him down. I wasn't aware of that, but I would be like, I would be okay, but I wouldn't be overly sexual, you know? So what happened was, was that I did a um, event with Jaya in May and we got to the part where they were talking about personas and personas, this is work that I love that I'm gonna, I'm taking another course that Jai gave called the persona, erotic persona course. And I love it. Um, the personas are so powerful because they help heal shadows. When there's something ashamed that you're ashamed of, you bring in a persona and it just heals you like unbelievably. But it, I didn't realize that my sexual wanted to come through until all of a sudden I got like this pull and we were on break and I go and I, um, I make a mustache. I put on my father's pork pie hat. Um, and I came back as my sexual and one of my sexuals and one of my personas and his name is Joe and Joe was in the space of just a few minutes, people were responding to him. Oh my God, Joe, you're so hot. You're so, my voice changed, my mannerisms changed. I totally and completely embodied Joe. And 
I was seen, I was heard, I was acknowledged, and I felt my sexual just click in, and I felt, I, that's the best way I could describe it, and I felt like this healing presence towards my sexual. Like I was finally able to acknowledge him and love him and care about him and bring him out into the light. So there could be a lot of shame with the sexuals. Um, and you could have shut down kind of like me when you were a kid. So that was my personal experience. with. But becoming open and honest and real about who you are is a big part of your work. Oh, God. It just, you know something? I'm a shapeshifter. I'm all of them. But um, I just, it's like being able to breathe. You know, just breathe man and just be and just no apologies and no you know i can bring joe out or i'm gonna work on another i'm gonna work on another sexual for pat's passion that event that's coming up um there's you know you could just you're having fun they're being seen it's i mean i loved acting since i was a kid so this is this is a no-brainer but it is so much fun to just bring this persona out and have them be seen and to embrace them and to love them and to uh, feed them and to dress like them, talk like them. What do they look like? Where are you from? Asking them where they're from, getting this whole thing. So what's your social economic, you know, status? What you find out all this stuff and it's just, ugh. Oh, I love it. It's just, it's so cool. It's such powerful work. We've been talking with Coriel Kramer and we've been talking about the sexual. We're, we're, next time, we're going to talk about, dare I say it? Kink. You naughty girl, you. Anyway, we're, <laughs> if, you want, if you want to go find Coriel, you can do that at CorielKramer.com. That's Kramer with a K. And uh, you can go do that and take the test. She'll set that up for you. Uh, don't be frivolous about it. If you seriously want to work with her, that would be great. By the way, while we have you, and we should mention this for each one, you also work with um, animals. And we're going to talk about that's going to be the second five-part series. But just briefly talk about your work with animals because it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. So the, I came up with, um, I applied the blueprints to my work with animals and it's got nothing to do with sexuality for animals. For animals, it's more their personality. Um, so just like in, and I'm gonna go more into this if we have time, but the, each blueprint likes to be touched in a different way. Each animal print likes to be touched in a certain way. Each animal print likes to be talked to in a certain way and use certain words and the same thing goes for the blueprints so and there are things that you can do and interactions you can do that i can teach you so uh that to to make your relationship with your animal even stronger so the animal prints are a doorway i'm still doing animal communication okay but it's it's animal communication now on steroids it's because I'm showing you, I talk and interact with your animal through their real personality, through their animal print and talk to them so they're seen, heard, and acknowledged. 
my communications are so much more effective and I'm working in packages. So I'm working over time, which makes me, which gives me time to be with the animals. So the blueprints uh, for the animals, I call them the animal prints. There's two subtle differences. So with the animal prints, there's the energetic, there's the sensual. Um, instead of the sexual, I call the sexual for the animal, the direct, the direct and demanding one. And then for the kinky, um, I've changed that up and I do, that one is called rule breaker. So that's the one that always breaks the rules or likes to, you know, be challenged or likes to challenge. Um, and then there's the, um, the shapeshifter, just like there, there is in the, in the, the human blueprints. So Oh, very good. So that next time we're going to talk about with Coriel about kink, go back and look at energetic, look at sensual, and now you'll be able to re review this and look at sexual as well. Um, and if you want to give her a drop a line, just uh, email her and there you are. So anything, anything you'd like to say before we go, young lady? So... Yeah, real quick. So the touches that the gen that the um, sexual likes are just thinking about the genitals, mouth on the genitals, hands on the genitals, stroking the genitals, gripping the general genitals, uh, dildo and, and vibrator combination, nipple and breast play, things like that there. Turn on things, which is what they like. So vibrators, dildos, porn, strap-ons, prostate massage, butt plugs, G-spot, vibrators you know being a sexual there's nothing to be ashamed of there really isn't you know um you like what you like you like how you like it just embrace it that's what i'm trying to do for people i'm trying to get you to embrace who you be so you can live as you should be living so just be happy that's all you ask just you just want people to be happy i want yeah. to show them how to be happy yeah, and a relaxed and happy person is a sexually fulfilled person. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Coriel, thank you so much for, for entertaining me for the last hour and a little bit. It's been, it's been great fun, and, and this will be up uh, later on tonight. So uh, I, I, really, and I really enjoy talking to you. It's, it's very fun. So. Thank you, Kevin. It's always a pleasure, always a pleasure. Yes, indeed. I'm not even going to take that bait. So <laughs> you have yourself a wonderful day, young lady. And uh, by, by the way, you've been